This is The Left Field on ABC Grandstand Digital. Welcome to the show. You're with The Left Field on ABC Grandstand Digital, the sports program that pokes fun from the sidelines. Simon Morgan is my name and joining me are my fellow left fielders, Lucky Liv Backerich and Pete the Black Swan Sleppy. Today on the show, the oldest footy game in history, when tackling a streaker goes wrong, sports most dangerous new game, golf and much more sporting madness on The Left Field. This is The Left Field. The Left Field. Okay, so it's uh, footy time, guys. It's pre-season. It's trial time, and uh, we're, we're we're crazy waiting for the, uh, the start, the kickoff of the footy season. Only a week or two away. Mm. So, um, yes. Where do we start? Most footy fans uh, probably had enough of watching cricket, and uh, we're re- we're ready. So, um, <laughs> I thought we'd look at start by looking at a mm. very little known football match mm. that is played uh, annually. It's uh, the oldest and probably the most original football match uh, of all time. Really, it's called Royal Shrove Time Football. Yes, mm, that's right. Heard of it. Mm, history. This is history in the making. Tell us, Black Swan. Mm, they don't have much of a PR team. These guys. I mean, it's, it's it's a big event. It dates. This event dates back to 1667. Respect. Yeah. It's an annual event. It's played in. It's played between two towns in Ashbourne, Derbyshire. All right, England. Yeah, England. It's where we get the uh, term local derby actually oh, from Derbyshire. Yes, it goes okay. all the way back. I hear this derby. Is... I think of horse racing, but yeah. Sure. Well, that's yeah. They're two derivatives, but that's right. That's uh, this is this is. The one black swan. Involved? This is the derby, you know, you know, like the football. This derby. is the football. Into Milan, AC That's Milan. The one. Oh, you know, St George and the Bunnies. Come on, not St George and the Bunnies. St George oh, yeah. and Cronulla. <laughs> yeah, that's true. The London derby. It's the Roosters and the Bunnies. That's right. <laughs> The local derbies. Tell us, Black Swan, what, yes. what's it all about? Okay, so what it is, it's two towns get together and they play over two days. So in two the, days. Two days. Yeah. Two eight-hour periods. They start off at ten oh. o'clock. That's, eight hours? That's glorious. Eight yeah, hours. The subs must be huge. Yeah. <laughs> sub on, sub but, 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 well, wait till you hear runners. the team. Wait till you hear the well, team. The, te- the team's quite big, actually. It's uh, it's all your, it's a cast of thousands. All your relatives and friends can get involved. <laughs> it's two towns. So it's, it's hundreds of people get together. And it's they, another name for this sport is called hug ball. Hug ball. Mm. So oh, sounds like, like a bit of a loving. Yeah, a bit like soccer when they score a goal. But no, it's it's like a big scrum, like a rugby scrum. So the ball can't get ball gets thrown in the middle of the, of the town, and they start off, and it's just mayhem. And the whole idea is to the goals are three miles apart, and the whole idea is to score a goal. Three miles. That's right. That's, That's almost five k's. And so you can just imagine hundreds of people just grabbing the ball and just running like mad. Half of them it. wouldn't make it, no yeah. doubt. It's awesome. It's an awesome game. <laughs> it is. I love an, it. It's a two days, two whole days of this. Yes, yeah, right. It's like schoolyard. It's like schoolyard. Uh, kick it kicks around. You know, kicking around with no rules and the concrete. Kick it to me. Kick it to me. Yeah. And mm. there is a few rules. Mm. I you, do tell. You must know. I love this game already. The rules are great. There's a few of them. Um, this one, it's very clear. I like this rule. Mm. Committing murder or manslaughter is prohibited. Yeah. Well. Wow. Uh, understandably. Is that stating the bleeding obvious? Or well, it's just not sportsman like to you know kill your other team member, is it? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Doesn't bode well in the game. <laughs> I'll just club you. It's, yeah. It's good to. I think it's good to be outlined anyway. Even I'm glad though, that even though common sense would tell you not to. That's I think right. It, it must be stated. It must be written in ink. Uh, another, another rule is the ball may not be carried in a motorized vehicle yeah well that's smart Fair because enough. you know can just imagine if you just dropped it in your land rover and just plowed through that, the other team that eliminates all the fatties out of this game that's mm. hardcore cheating isn't that it is, really that is that is uh, uh, the ball may not be hidden in a bag mm-hmm. coat or rucksack 
Yeah, that's right. We'll keep eyes on the ball. Play the ball, not the man. I don't think that's not so much. I don't. Who has a rucksack in a game, though? No. Well, if you're playing with thousands of people, you know, you might just, you know, get a bit thirsty. You know, they the whole town they board up all the all the shops and they and everyone's encouraged to park their cars out. So if you're a bit thirsty and you're dying for a beer, yeah, and you've got a little a little tinny, you know, a little a little roadie in the knapsack, well, you just crack one open and off you go. You keep playing. It's it's an eight hour game. We should do something like that here in Australia. We should do something here in Sydney. Can't you imagine? I think we need to. Royal Shrove time. Yeah. Eastern uh, well, suburbs football. You know, marathons, triathlons, they're pretty big these days. This is like an endurance sport. Mm. Two days. I think it's we could... harder than any triathlon I've ever heard of. Well, even even like the super, super ones. Yeah. Look, so the, bring it on. Well, the the field of play here in the town is three miles, which is about just under, it's about 4.8 kilometres when you convert it. So I reckon we could up the level here in Australia and we could do it a little bit bigger. What do you reckon Bondi to King's Cross? Yeah. Mm. Now that is a that is a there's challenge. There's hills in that. There's a lot of hills yes. in there. Heartbreak, heartbreak Ooh, hill. There's going to be some tears, tears in that one. Yeah, lifeguards versus the nightclub bouncers. <laughs> yes, and a few pissed guys thrown in. That's You've right. You've got an event. Well, I don't hear a rule saying you can't be intoxicated. No, it's going to fit right in no, in Australia. That's true. Yeah, mm. the Shrove Tide hits Australian shores. Love it. You heard it here on the left field. Francis Leach. Kate Lundy is the Minister for Sport in the Federal Government. Senator, have the sports administrators around the country fundamentally failed to look after their sports by allowing their clubs to uh, build these relationships with organised crime? There's a, a number of things going on here. First of all, I do want to acknowledge the efforts of our major sporting codes. They are committed to working with us to stamp this out. Join Francis Leach Friday to Monday every week on ABC Grandstand Digital. Grandstand Digital. This is The Left Field. The Left Field. Welcome back. Yes, footy season is just around the corner. And as we just talked about, most of us are getting very excited about this and some a little bit more than others. I don't know if you heard about this one, guys, but at half times in a Broncos versus Warriors trial game at Forthsight Stadium in Dunedin, New Zealand, I'm getting very excited myself, a streaker made a break across the field in front of the 15,000-strong crowd, but his fame was short-lived when NRL legend Ruben Wiki, who now coaches for the Warriors, showed everyone that retirement hadn't dulled his game when he bolted across the field and tackled the streaker in a matter of seconds. Smashed him. Just killer. Silly move from the streaker. Did you just, just see the footage? Mate, how fast did he move? He was just on top of that guy in moments. And did you see the crowd go absolutely nuts? The thing that I can't... The thing that just amazes me about this story is the photo that they posted in the media. Is that the that only photo. photo they could find? I no, mean, best photo ever. For people who haven't seen it, it's basically a close-up of Ruben Wiki with his face in the nether regions of this streaker man who he's... Uh, look like a, looks like a spear he's tackle, nude. doesn't it? Like he live. You called oh, don't this. Even, don't even start me. We, ha- we have to talk about the tack- tackling looks, technique. <clears throat> yes, it looks buried into his nether regions. <laughs> it, it does. It doesn't look <laughs> like it's just nearby. It, it it's, could be the angle of the photo, but it's... Uh, I, prefer, I actually quite like the facial expression of the streaker in the photo myself. It smiling. looks like he's... It, I don't know. I he's, don't, he's enjoying I that. don't think it's an enjoyment. I think it's a grimace. It's, I mean, I think it's a little bit... It could be a sort of a... Uh, sort of a, a painful tickle. I mean, how how would you feel? And can you imagine that what your it's facial more, expression more would be tickle. if you had some guy burying his face in your ass? I mean, I think I'd be a little bit a little bit uncomfortable, a little bit awkward, might be a little bit painful. I don't know. I think he's shocked but excited. I don't know. But the headline, the, the headline, the headline on the news was NRL legend. Ruben Wiki produces textbook tackle. Now, I want to know, is a textbook tackle burying your, fa- your face in another guy's ass? I don't yes, think so. Yes, but I disagree with that statement. It is not textbook. 
That's illegal. Mm-hmm. That is clearly a spear tackle. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. dude's neck is not protected. Oh. And he's got his full body weight on, on his spine. Maybe that's why. But he'd get at least six weeks for that in Absolutely. a real game. What, what do we think? We just throw the rules out as soon as you've you retired from the game? Mm. I don't know. When you see a naked guy, do the rules apply? Gloves you know, off. Gloves off. Know. Could well, be. I don't know. Look, I don't know. What Do you reckon the Take thing is... Take him down. Look. <laughs> Take down the naked guy. He's being silly. <laughs> Take him down. Throw him in a mud mud pool. Yeah. I think Ruben's done a great job here. Hats yeah. off to him. I'm just worried if this is going to tarnish his uh, reputation, though. I mean, are they going to are they going to remember? You know, Ruben Ricky for you know the 55 Test matches he played for New Zealand. 18 of those he's captain. Are ah. they are they going to remember that he played for you know, over 300 international appearances in rugby league? Or are they going to remember him for the guy who buried his face in another butt man's face. ass? His butt face. I'm worried. I'm worried. It's a shame. This wasn't mentioned last week at the NRL launch, but essentially I think this was a very impressive surprise tactic by David Smith, the brand new CEO of the NRL. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And what he's done here, he's, inter- he's introduced an innovative halftime entertainment for 2013 because this did happen at halftime. Yes. And uh, I can see him just bringing this in every week, every now and again. I, I call it Crash, Crash the Streaker. Mm-hmm. Where a former great gets to tackle a streaker. Oh, yes. I'm liking this black spot. Relive his glory days. Release the streaker. I love it. No more local juniors playing mock football matches where everyone claps while their hot dog is dripping on them. No Mm. more ladies wearing nothing. Bring on the naked man. Hang on. Let's not go that far. Ladies wearing nothing. (laughs) They can still be around. They just can't be... The centre of the halftime entertainment, uh-huh. but this is good. This allows this allows the streakers to participate. We can we can get backpackers involved. They could be the streakers. It could be like our version of running with the bulls in Spain. Yes, that would be yeah, great. And you is- could get get re- you know former great legends out of retirement and and get them on the field. And like the hound. Who's your favourite? Who's your favourite legend? Oh, Big Mal. Big Mal. Big can you Mal. imagine? Big you would, Mal. Would, would you take him on? I'd take on Terry Do Lamb. you reckon you could out... Could you, <laughs> could you outrun Big Mal? Do you, if he came down on you, though... Whoa, if he oh, got you, you'd, you'd, be, oh. you'd be pulling that face in the photo. You'd be yeah. like, he's a big man. Big Mal would decapitate you. And what I see is that this you could pump the streakers full of peptides, actually. You could. Because there's no way... Surely it can't be that illegal. They're not professional sportsmen and it'd be very hard to police. I think they drug the bulls in running of the bulls anyway, don't they? they? Definitely give them a few pokes with a stick, that's for sure, oh, to get them the all a bit uh, a bit riled up. Yeah, is so. that what we're going to do to the streakers or to the or to the ex-professional footy players? I don't think anybody's of the streakers. I don't like. think anyone's going to poke Big Mal or, or or Wally King Wally. No one's going to no one's going to brave that. Maybe they no. should. The left field on ABC Grandstand Digital. Welcome back to the show. You're on the left field here on ABC Grandstand Digital. Well, I have to say, guys, I have a fantastic uh, story for you. Mm -hmm. I was playing golf last week, as I do, with my old boys. Yep. Got swooped by a bird, as you do. And uh, it kind of made me think about that story a couple of weeks ago about the Swedish golfer who claimed to have been bitten by a redback. Now, for those that haven't heard this story... Swedish golfer was playing in Canberra in mm. a tournament mm. um, and she claimed to have been bitten, seen herself be bitten by a redback spider um, and then went on to say that she used a tea to extract the venom from her leg. Now, let's just give you a few a few little stats here. But then she played on as well. She claimed oh, she played well, on, didn't she? Well, this is the thing, right? It's all on the Swedish Golf Federation reports and on her Twitter account, blah, blah, 24-year-old Daniela Hu. As in Holmquist. <laughs> Whoa. And, uh, I'll leave you till us how it you is. Know, well, I'll tell you what. You know, she says she saw a redback spider. On, so let's process this, right? Mm-hmm. She saw a redback spider on her lower leg. Yeah. And then felt a sharp pain yeah. above her left ankle. Now, 
I have a question for both of you. Yes. What's the first thing that you do when you see a spider? You kill it. Yeah. Straight away. <laughs> I, I, run, I run to my wife. You flick she, it she, off, she, right? sorts, she sorts that stuff out. You don't look at it and try and identify what kind of a spider it is and, and just wait for yourself to be bitten. This is I true. Have, you know what? And, and, like, there's just so many foul parts of this story, let me tell you. Mm, um, not convinced? Has anybody ever seen the size of the red on a red back spider? I was about to bring that very point up, Liv, that it is. It's very hard. to. They're very small spiders. And uh, it is very They're hard. Tiny. It's very hard to see that red dot. I mean, mm. yeah, and you've got to get up close. You've got to, you've got to, you've got to have a good look at it. Look, I know yes. golfers have twenty twenty vision, but there is no way that I'm going to be able to look at my ankle and identify a red back spider and watch it bite me and mm. not do anything about That's it. That's right. But you know what this is? This is the whole f- the foreign thing when you come to a country yeah. and, you, and you're scared of every native <laughs> animal in, in that country, even though you'll pretty much never see it, but the right. shark. We've got killer, killer everything happening That's in Australia. Right. The, the King Browns. Yes. yes. The well, red belly black snakes. You know, I, I agree with you, Bla- uh, Black Swan and, uh, and Lucky Live. I reckon it was, it was, you know what I reckon she saw? I reckon she just saw her daddy long legs. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. the caddy, Tickled the caddy was up. having a little bit of a sugar hit. He was probably chewing on a little bit of a red skin, you know, while he was walking around. And a little bit of red skin's just fallen out the side of his mouth as he's having a chew and it's dropped on this daddy long legs. And that's all, that's all it is. It's, it's nothing. A, a pink back nothing. daddy long legs. A pink back daddy long legs. It, even worse, I think she's actually just been tickled by a bindi <laughs> and she's freaked out. So. I oh, think it's a flea bite. It's, it's an Aussie doco. Yeah, it's yeah. an Aussie doco for the foreign market when Bindi's attack. I think. Well, um, so this is. So we're questioning the bite itself. <laughs> yeah. The second thing we're questioning yes, is. Yes, there's more. Uh, hello, I'm a golfer. Don't yeah. try and pull the wool over my eyes. Has I I, I put this out to all the golfers. Um, how sharp are tees? Yeah. Are she a tees like you know a scalpel that they can cut open a wound and get venom out of? Like, come off it! I struggle to get the damn tea tea in the tea box. Yeah. And I know you can hear me out there. There are times when you've got to like find three different spots on that tea box to actually mm. have it penetrate the soil. Yeah. So quite frankly, you think it's going to penetrate your skin? I don't think. Unlikely, so. unless you use a putter or something as a bit of a hammering. Implement, well, which, she which is pretty full on, but you know. But the size of the hole, it would have been like a spider bite is like it's you know tiny. not even a pin pin end. You can't even like- see. You can't even see when a redback bites you. It's such a small bite. And the thing is also with that, how did she squeeze it out with one tee? Wouldn't she have needed two tees? Actually, uses a pincer movement. <laughs> and the clear fluid. Wouldn't the fluid be like blue or something like alien? You know, like uh, venom. Steaming or purple. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> But yeah. it's, you know, it got me. This story got me thinking, right? Because mm. as I got swooped by this stupid bird, it yes. reminded me of another did it get story. You? Did it get you? No, it didn't. Ah, but they're quite the pests, right? Work, Everyone hates work, minor birds. But oh, anyway, I do have a story. Sky. You both know Doodle, my brother. Yeah. Playing golf with him one day. Uh, obviously, nesting season. Interesting gets... name that your parents gave him. But anyway, no, no, yes. no, no, no. His name's Dom. Oh, oh right. But then. I gave him the nickname Doodle, <laughs> and he can come on one day and talk all about how he got that name. But anyway, the story's about being swooped by a bird. So we're playing golf. He's a very good golfer, and. And uh, we're walking along, wearing a visor, see this minor bird swoop. Um, I'm looking at him going, ah, you got swooped by a bird. And the next thing I know, I look up and he's pouring with blood. And he doesn't even notice. I'm like, doodle, you're bleeding. Mm. And he's like, what? And he touches his, his, his eye, like above his eye and his eyebrow. And Did he go on to shoot stupid- 74? Well, got him. <laughs> I have to tell you, he, he did break his handicap that day. So maybe it's about injuring during mm, the game. It takes mm. your mind off the, the whole game and you actually perform better. But needless to say, he also played on. Yes. He was bleeding. Um, Strong. He needed Strong to work. put some, you know, we, we had a makeshift Band-Aid. And, uh, did and he have he, to squeeze out fragments of beak? <laughs> 
<laughs> no, but I tell you, he did need Sterry Strip stitches, which are like yeah. sticky stitches oh, to, yeah. uh, we, oh, to heal on. the old, the so old wounds. We know what they so, are. So what you're saying is golf is extremely dangerous sport. Completely, Regardless yes. if you're... It's not. Whatever you're doing. It's, it's not. It's a very it's very casual, calm game. You wander around. It's not a dangerous game In at loafers. all. In loafers. Oh, here we go. Oh, here I we love go. I love the non-sports person making calls about <laughs> golf. Now, you know, I love cycling too, Non-golfer, guys. thank you. Non-golfer. I am putting a preposterous uh, thing out there in the universe. I actually think that golf should golfers should introduce helmets. Yes, I agree. I want a patent on that. It's aesthetically <laughs> wrong, but it does send a message. Well, what are you going to do next? You're going to have life jackets for golfers, you know? Well, I have to. Come can on. I just tell you some of the. I just have to give you some of the stats. Gol- golf is dangerous mm-hmm. from a lot of elements. It's Let's hear it. Golf equipment. So we're talking balls. Yeah. Clubs. We're always carts, talking balls on this and I'll show. Come back, and I will come back to the stats on those things. Animals. So clearly the redback spiders, mm-hmm. danger, crocodiles, blah, blah, blah. Minor birds lightning, of all things. Yeah. A little lightning. old bird, lightning, humans. Quokkas. You know those little furry quokkas, those marsupials? Yes. Mate, they tear. They tear. They tear chunks out of you, those little quokkas. <laughs> you seen them? Humans. Have you seen angry golfers? There's been punch-ups, lots of punch-ups. Golf, golf rage. They have been a bit of golf rage, hasn't there? Uh, well, yes. Mm. And, 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 and fans too. There's a few angry fans out there as well. That's true. And mm. then the, I think the biggest uh, cause of all injury in golf is really down to, and as you know out there, golfers. Self-infliction. Your own stupidity <laughs> and incompetence <laughs> of the game. So it's more than a helmet. It's actually a complete body armour that's needed helmet. just to get mm. through the 18 holes these days in, in Australia. <laughs> It's a face helmet. But can I just no, this is ridiculous. I did a bit of research on this, right? There were stats done um, over in Dublin, and uh, you won't believe this. Uh, you know, a doctor did this study. There are so many people that lose their eyes due to golf. Mm. Like we're talking lots and lots and lots of people. The it's so much part. so that you can go, you can actually go and get insurance against golf for yourself. So I tell you what, you know, it's like fifty pound over in the UK to be insured for golf. We're talking like flying clubs, losing losing eyes due to, due to golf, like golf balls hitting you at like one hundred and sixty mile per hour. Um, did you hear about the story? I think it was only yeah, it was only a couple of weeks ago. Bode Miller was driving, drove a ball straight into his. So he's a, an Olympic al- uh, alpine skier. For those that don't know, gold medalist actually. Mm. He uh, nailed his wife smack bang in the head. Do you think that drove was- the ball straight into her eye? She's really lucky to keep her. Actually, she mm. tweeted all about yeah, no, it. Was that an accident? Well, well he is a and he, and he is a skier <laughs> and he is a skier playing golf. Well, so, true, I mean, you know, true, true, true. That was he wearing his skis? Well, <laughs> I hope not. Well, I don't you know. know. He gets well, some balance with that. But golf carts, guys. Alcohol in the mix we've got. It is such a dangerous sport. I cannot, like, you know, the list goes on. It goes on, but I like the helmets because I can see Nike swooshes everywhere on these helmets. Well, yeah. what about the animal attack? There was a guy in 09, a 77-year-old in South Carolina, lost his arm by after being bitten by a 10-foot alligator. On golf like, course. On a golf course playing golf. You think you're not going to, you know, Could suffer happen. any injuries like that. Could happen up in Darwin. You'd have to hop all the way to the, mm. yeah. to the, so, to the clubhouse. I declare golf a dangerous sport, you quite heard frankly. It. Lucky lives, called it on the left field, dangerous sport. I would agree with you, but then we'll both be wrong. Mm. <laughs> we, we agree to disagree. You're on the left field. This is the left field. The left field. You're on the left field, ABC Grandstand Digital. And our song for this show is dedicated to a sporting legend who just had a birthday recently. Yes, it's big. I'm a, I'm a huge uh, basketball fanatic. In the 90s, is all about Michael Jordan. Tanti auguri a te. I was Michael just saying Jordan. happy birthday in oh, did Italian. That's nice. Why you not? should know that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's MJ's birthday. 
in English, it's MJ's birthday. <laughs> that's right. And it's his 50th birthday, so that's why we're mentioning this. Dr. J. It, so, I want to, as a tribute to uh, M- MJ, who uh, raised the level of basketball to the highest level it's been and uh, introduced Gatorade to the world, I would like to uh, dedicate this song. Mm. February 17th In high school He played a lot of ball But he got cut Cause he wasn't very tall Years later When he stepped out on the court He began to dominate the sport From that point on The world would never be the same The best player To ever play the game He never stopped He never quit He just kept fighting Till he conquered it He made it Rookie of the year in 1985 Two years later, we learned that he could fly Dunks and steals, you gotta admit 23 was clutch when it came down to it Offense and defense, he had them locked down The earth stood still every time he left the ground He never stopped, he never quit He just kept fighting till he conquered it That was Ooh, moving. That was a uh, 23, a Michael Jordan tribute from an anonymous fan off the internet. Uh, you'll find that track on YouTube to see a lovely montage to go along with that. If you are a fan of the man, what do you think? I was actually MJ. moved to tears almost in that. Oh, I love him. I have shoes that are named after him. MJ. One of the first sets. It's a fitting him. tribute. He's amazing. I normally would have said that it would be impossible to rap over the Chariots of Fire. <laughs> It's a music score, but I stand corrected. In this case, it, it befits. It's perfect. Yeah, that was great. Mm. Don't yes. go away. We've still got lots to talk about. Strange things athletes do at home and a new sporting hero here on the left field. This is the left field. The left field. <laughs> okay, so MJ. We're talking about MJ. We're talking about legends. Another legend, our special mention here to um, and congratulations to Diego Maradona, everyone's favourite chubby soccer soccer icon. <laughs> um, Maradona has become a father for the fourth time at age 52. Excellent. Congratulations. There's no so age to that, that is there? No. Well, you know, you can pump him out. So he's, uh, he's done well. But the, the thing I want to mention here is that he's got a couple of strange things going on. He's named his child Diego Fernando. Mm-hmm. So that's not strange. No, it's okay. T- After himself, yeah. That, sure. ha- that happens. Mm-hmm. But um, his other son from a previous relationship, is also named Diego Jr. Okay. So, wait, we've got two Diego Juniors now. You've got two Diegos, and this is, um, you know, I guess you can't have enough Diegos. It keeps it simple for for Diego Maradona. (laughs) He has had some hazy days and perhaps keeps it a little bit easy for him. Mm. But um, I don't know. It it made me want to look at all these crazy, crazy names that athletes do give to their kids because... By comparison, Diego's not that crazy at all. Really? So, yeah. two Diego's is... Tell us, Black Swan. There's, there's more? It gets much worse. Yeah. Okay. Manny Pacquiao, okay? So mm-hmm. Filipino boxing superstar. Yeah. Uh, he's got four kids. He named two of his kids, Emmanuel Jr. Mm-hmm. Two of them again? Two of them. Okay. I called Emmanuel Jr. There's a pattern here, isn't it? And he, and he changes it up a bit for his girls. Yeah. Uh, he's called them Princess 
And Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> oh, that's a bit random. Eh? So he's got two sons named after himself. Yes. And then Princess and Queen Elizabeth. Queen Elizabeth Pacquiao. Lizzie for short, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Does she have a that pet That is corgi? weird, isn't it? That's <laughs> a strange thing. Why do they do that? Uh, can you imagine those kids in school? Well, the teacher saying, forget their names. Can you, know? you sit down, please, Queen Elizabeth? <laughs> a lot of sports stars sometimes have um, multiple partners and multiple kids. Maybe that's part of it. I mean, George Foreman has 11 kids to his name. Yeah. Wow. Um, which uh, would be a tough ask, sort of kind of keeping keeping it in order, working out who's who. But uh, he made it easier for himself. To, he solved the problem by naming five of his sons after himself. Wow. What, made, what, what made him stop at five? I think you just do that no, all Maybe he had he daughters. Started, he started having girls. That's the story <laughs> he there. He, he, he's got Georgina. A, yeah. Georgina. <laughs> no, he, there is one. No. There's a Georgetta. He's, oh. There's George. <laughs> Georgetta for, George Foreman. Georgetta Foreman. It's almost like so hang on, a we got sentence. George 1, yeah, George no. 2, George 3, George 4, George 5, and Georgetta. Yeah. Oh. He's got the first one, George Jr. George Jr. Wow. And the rest the rest start getting, uh, I mm. guess, Roman, Roman numerals next to their name or something. They're all in the same house. That's going to be hey, really George. confusing. What about what about if you go to a restaurant somewhere and they're, and they're like, "Hi, I'm I'm George Junior here," and they're like, "No, sorry, your seat's already taken," you know. But no, 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 no. It's just going to this is I'd just still, opening I'd, up a I'd box. I'd get Dad's credit card out and just go mm. to town. Oh, wouldn't you just? I, yeah, that's going to be a, a massive issue for plagiarism and forgery. It certainly is, isn't it? We must remember George is the man who uh, made hundreds of millions of dollars out of his George Foreman grill. So I guess when you conquer the world and make that much money, you kind of guess you can do anything you Call your you want. kids whatever you whatever want. Whatever you want. I can beat up people and I can make a any, lot of money. And you can business. afford the counselling sessions for it as well. That's I think true. So. I yeah, because so. your kids are all going to hate you. Dad, why do you all name us the same name? Depol, Depol, Depol. You know he'll say, don't be like that, Georgie. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Calm down. And then you go... Who are you talking? Are you talking to me, Dad? Are you talking to me? Are you talking, talking to him or talking, her? Or are you talking to George next to me, or George on, or George yet on the other side of me? Who are you talking to? Yeah, I, I got another one. I got Alan Iverson, yeah. basketballer. He's uh, two of his five kids have fairly supernatural names. They're, they're names that go beyond this lifetime. He's got one one child's name's Messiah, and Whoa. the other one's called Dream Elijah. Whoa, Dream Elijah. Yeah, so he's given his children sort of, I guess, verbs of destiny. That's, That's all I can mention. It's like children who are going to rescue us from aliens one day. Yeah, save the planet for sure. <laughs> At least, no doubt. I tell you what, though, what is with, what is with Maradona, mm-hmm. hey? Yeah. I mean, he's not... That's a very open-ended question. He's a pushy parent alert as well. I'm raising a pushy parent alert on this one. It's not only is he vain, completely vain, but now he's, like, determining where his children, what, you know, who his children are going to play sport with and what positions they're going to play he's supposedly already worked out where his baby boy will play for you know it's going to play for argentina and it's going to be you know a midfielder or whatever and alongside lionel messi and sergio guerrero's sons like come off it yeah, come on he's looking mm. a bit far into the I can future hear isn't he? dad all over that can you just imagine going on the field when you were four years old and you've got diego maradona and how old would he be then before he'd be 59 like he'll be 59 <laughs> yelling and screaming at you come on mm. come on short bloody <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna, yeah, look, I don't know. It's, things, it's strange. It's strange things parents do. Did you did you see that one about that Manchester United fan who posted a photo of his baby on Twitter, dressed uh, up as Mario Balotelli? Did you yeah, see that? That is just wrong. A wrong, baby wrong, dressed wrong, up wrong. as Mario Balotelli, smeared with Vegemite or something. It was very wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's wrong. It's very wrong. It's uh, he's got him there. The kid's only about five months old, and he's got a yellow sponge on his head. It's yeah. Look, uh, it's one of those things. It's it's one of those. 
I don't know. I, I disagree with it, really. I disagree. But um, <laughs> we support you. I think, yeah, yeah. I'm with you on I that. I think the world son. supports you. It's got it's got the famous <laughs> uh, written on, on the baby shirt uh, in this in this particular photo. It says "Why always me," which is the Mario Bolatelli sort of motto and slogan mm. that that mm. he's pulled pulled out a few times when he scores a goal. So I just say, "Why not me?" Look, he's one of the yeah. yeah he's one of the game's most loved and hated. Uh, but he certainly gives something to the game, and he uh, he's now decided to be the gift that just keeps on giving, especially to himself. He's decided to treat himself with a life-size statue of mm. himself for his own Goodness. lounge room. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna do it. This is right. Please. He uh, what material? Mario Balotelli, AC Milan striker, has commissioned a local Italian artist to create a life-size statue of himself for his home in Brescia. Uh, the guy's name is Livio Scarpella and he's been asked to immortalise him in the pose after he scored the goal during the semi-finals of the Euro 2012 against yes. Germany. Have you seen that photo? He's got his shirt off. Yeah, he's strong. Sort of like doing it just strong. doesn't look like a footballer in that shot. He looks like a body, a natural bodybuilder. That's like a pose you do to show off your pecs and your... Yeah, it, it well, that's like, what he's doing. He's showing right. off his pecs. He looks good. Do you That's think it's right. going to be like a nude I am David picture or do you think yeah, it's going to yeah. be? Well, the, the artist is saying, I've imagined him as an athlete from ancient times and <laughs> the statue will be a mix of classical and pop style in platinum and coloured bronze with eyes made of stone. Oh, oh. it's a mystery. Bronze. <laughs> it's beautiful. I can't wait to see it. I just imagine, can you imagine if you walk into, you just imagine you're walking into his lounge room and then you see this giant, you're hanging out with Mario and there's this giant statue of him in the lounge room. It's going to freak you out a bit. <laughs> Well, not only that, like it's performance pressure for him to keep his body in that kind of shape. No, like, imagine looking in the corner where you're sitting there watching TV, exactly. you get Mario looking down at you. <laughs> look, look. And those statues you can see, you can see from every part, every part of the room. He'd be looking at you. He's uh, certainly a legend in his own mind. Mario Bellatelli. Mm. <laughs> Thanks for joining us on the left field on ABC Grandstand Digital. You've been listening to Lucky Live Backerage, Pete the Black Swan, Sleppy, and myself, Simon Morgan. If you'd like to get in touch with us or share any sporting story, you can find us at the left field, abc at gmail.com. We'll see you next time.